Dr. Arthur Perry. He's one of the top plastic surgeons. He's got offices in Manhattan, New Jersey. You know, and he's been doing a show here on WOR for years and years and years. Very uh, popular show and a great plastic surgeon. Everybody has questions on this subject, so uh, he's the guy to ask. Dr. Arthur Perry. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> and I went to his office, and I said, mm. I said, look at my face. And he goes, yeah, look at your face. We're going to do with your face. What can you do with his face? I go like that. I swear to God. I go, look at this. I'm getting old. Like I said, I'm going to maybe you could fix it up a little bit. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Oz, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. Remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your skin care, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes. And Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping, if you use the WOR2019 code, go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844-DR-PERRY to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is a very, very special Sunday morning edition of What's Your Wrinkle? And I hope you're enjoying your day so far. It's raining out there. You know what that means to a plastic surgeon? That means it's a UV index of zero, and that means you don't need your sunscreen today. So, yeah, last night, uh, we don't normally do this show on Saturday evenings at 6 o'clock. And we had a great show last night. I hope you all listened and tuned your radio to WOR for the morning show. But last night we were talking about sunscreen, and someone asked me, do you need to use sunscreen when you're indoors? Because she was told by someone she did. 
And of course you don't, and you don't need it today either. Well, that's what this show is about, not just sunscreen, but about you and about plastic surgery, about what you look like, about when you look in the mirror. I want you to look in the mirror. Unless you're driving, those of you driving, please do not look in the mirror. But look in the mirror, and if you're over 50 years old, you're going to start seeing wrinkles, and you're going to start seeing brown, splotchy pigmentation. And if you're in the late 50s, I'm sure you have jowls. If you don't have jowls, then you probably have had surgery, or maybe you have just really good genes. But most people do have jowls by the time they're mid-50s, and they have a little extra skin of the neck. They've got the bands of the neck, unless it's hidden by fat. That's what this show is all about. This is a show about you, a show about what you look like and about changing your appearance. I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, a little out of breath this morning, running out because uh, of this change in the schedule, but we're here now and ready for your phone calls. And the phone number here at WOR is 800-321-0710. That's 800-321-0710. This is a call-in show. And we're giving away bottles of my skincare this morning to callers, not just anybody. You have to call with a real question. You can't just call in. It's not like those old radio shows. Fourth caller gets this. No, no, that's not what this is about. Ask me a question. If there's something that's on your mind about plastic surgery, about cosmetic surgery, about skin care, about dermatology, that is what I'm here to answer. And so go ahead and give me a call, 800-321-0710. And what are the products we're talking about? Well, I've got a skincare line. I've had it for a long time. Many of you uh, might remember Night Skin and Day Skin and all those great products I did with John Greenhut. Well, we've got a new company now, and uh, we have Nighttime. Very similar name, but a little different ingredients. That's your workhorse. That's the uh, one-stop shopping for skincare. That is, uh, it's got everything you really need in it. You know, when you go into those stores, and many of you do, you see all sorts of products, and they want you to, they want you to get bags of things, don't they? Well, you don't need bags of things. What you need are the few things that really do make a difference. And what is that? Well, vitamin C, vitamin A, fruit acids, things like milk thistle. That's a good one. Uh, there are some things that make a difference, and there are so many things that don't make a difference. Well, in nighttime, I put the things that make a difference. In daytime, it's a skin protector. So there's a sunscreen, but you don't need sunscreen today, but it's got other things in it. It's got vitamin B3, that's niacinamide, one of the best things you can put on your skin, and also one of the best things you can actually eat as a vitamin, because niacinamide has been shown to be a real skin protector. And there was a study in the New England Journal of Medicine a few years ago that showed that people who use, either eat or put on their skin niacinamide, have a lower chance of actinic keratosis and skin cancers. Not melanoma, but the non-pigmented skin cancers called basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma. So niacinamide is one of the great things you can put on your skin. Also, this time of year, here it is. Well, it's wet this morning. It's very humid, but just give it about two weeks. The humidity will drop. The temperatures will drop. And you know what's going to happen then. Your skin gets dry your fingers crack, your lips get chapped, and it's winter. So moisturizer is really wonderful at this time of year. I'm not a big fan of moisturizer except in pre- and post-menopausal, that's uh, perimenopausal women. Uh, I think uh, 
women who are at the time and after menopause can benefit from moisturizer. But I think if you're a 25-year-old, other than that uh, chapped skin and the dry skin, moisturizers are probably not necessary. And yes, that's a heretical thing to say for someone in the skincare industry, but it's really true. And if you read the literature, most of you, if you're younger, you don't need moisturizers. All right. We've got some calls on the board now. We've got Ava. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Are you there, Ava? Is there an age limit? Okay, Ava, I didn't hear the first part of that, so go ahead and repeat your question. Do you? I'm going to be 89 in a few weeks. Is there an age limit? Is there an age limit to what, Ava? To life? No, you can live to no. 150. <laughs> no, thank seriously. You, and congratulations you. being 89. You sound very good. Tell me uh, I'm what. I'm referring to plastic surgery with a, with a scalpel. <laughs> Ava, what, what would you want at age 89? What would you want to have done? I want my cheeks lifted. Okay. So they fell, and, down, they fell down to my jaw. The cheeks fell down. Okay, fair enough. So let me ask you a question, Ava. Are you are you well? Do you have any medical problems you're seeing your doctor for? Um, I have a little spinal. Um, my spine is a little uh, soft, but aside from that, <clears throat> I, um, I, I have no diabetes. I don't have high blood pressure. Okay, so 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 that is uh, that's wonderful, and but. Let, let me talk to you a little bit about cosmetic surgery. Now, so if you're 89 years old, and I, that's wonderful, I, I congratulate you for living a good life and living a, a long life, and hopefully you'll have many more years. Uh, but I have a very practical stance when it comes to surgery, and I think that um, there are some people that would be willing to operate on an 89-year-old for cosmetic surgery, but I would not, and the reason I would not is because there is no question that as you get older— your risks of surgery increase. And so when we, whenever we operate on someone, we have to consider the benefits of surgery and the risks of surgery. So let's say I do a facelift on a 50-year-old. The benefits are wonderful because uh, we can improve the appearance, we can lift those jowls, we can tighten the skin of the neck, we can make someone 50 or 60 or even 70 look significantly better for a long time. And the risks, as long as you are healthy, are pretty low with a facelift. And certainly if you're 50 and you don't have heart disease and diabetes and things like that, the risks are, it would be extremely rare to have any sort of a problem at all. But when you hit 89, when you hit 89, Ava, things can uh, kind of sneak up on you. And you might not even understand how brittle your arteries are and what's really going on inside your heart. So... If you were my relative and a plastic surgeon agreed to do surgery on you, I would be livid at the surgeon, and I would call him or her up and say, are, are you crazy? You know, what are you doing here? Now, that doesn't mean you can't have other things. So if you're 89 years old and you said, you know, these wrinkles are really bothering me, I could do some filler on you, wrinkle filler, and that could help you because that is extremely low risk. That will not endanger your health. But the things that can happen in surgery, even with something like a facelift, uh, you know, they're real. Your blood pressure can go up, and you could have a problem with your heart or even a stroke or something at 89. So it's sort of the apple cart theory of life. That's what I live by. You know, you kind of truck along, 
and you're doing fine and you sound great and you call a radio show and you're a vibrant person and that's great and you'll have many more years. But if you do something to kind of mess that up, to toy with that, like having surgery, that could uh, start a uh, kind of a spiral of events. And and whether or not, even if, if you were calling me up and saying, you know, my hip is killing me, uh, you know, I'm using a cane, but not a walker. And, uh, you know, should I have uh, my hip operated on at 89? I'd probably say no, not even that, because, uh, you know, that's big surgery and you can have a complication. Just go along. And I've advised my aunts uh, not to have surgery at that age. So, so Ava, it's a, it's a kind of a long winded uh, answer to you, but uh, I certainly uh, I have a very practical approach to cosmetic surgery and and, you know, yesterday on the radio, I talked about uh, I'm kind of the Ed Koch of, uh, of plastic surgery, you know, the, the voice of reason. And I can tell you, Ava, if you go around to a bunch of different plastic surgeons, eventually you'll find someone willing to operate on you. And that would not be a good thing. All right. I'm very broken hearted, but I all right. Don't be broken hearted. Be happy that you're 89. And, yeah, you can have things. And, by the way, even a skincare program makes a difference at 89. Your skin can look better, and it can actually be rejuvenated uh, with skincare. And I'm not talking about looking 30 again, but you can certainly look better. So that's certainly one of the things that you can start doing, a good skincare program. And, yes, you can have some wrinkle filler. Yes, you can have some Botox. But you mentioned the word scalpel. I'd avoid it like the plague. <laughs> All right? Well, All right. Still- heartbrokenly i'm saying thank you you're very welcome and enjoy the weekend and hopefully the weather will improve all right i'm dr arthur perry this is what's your wrinkle right here on wor we're going to take a short break and we'll be back after these words 800-321-0710 listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin i'm plastic surgeon dr arthur perry good skincare really can improve your appearance i know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference so you say, why should I try your skincare, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes. And Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844-DR-PERRY to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. 
On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We're back. And uh, we're here for a very special Sunday morning show. And usually we're on Saturdays at 6 p.m. So if you like what you're hearing, then uh, I invite you to tune in Saturdays at 6 p.m. where uh, pretty much I've been a staple of WR. We were just talking about this since uh, December of 2005, a very cold day on the uh, on the uh, lower Broadway uh, by where the World Trade Center went down. And in those days, it was quite deserted. And uh, my colleagues in the studio remember those days. You could actually lie down on the lower Broadway for about 10 minutes and no cars would come by. Uh, now it's vibrant. The uh, The city is back, and it's uh, wonderful to see that. All right, I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Again, I've been hosting this show for a long time. This is a show about you, so uh, I want you to give me a phone call, 800-321-0710. I talk about all sorts of things on this show, but as I say, I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. I'm a real plastic surgeon. That means that Monday through Friday, I'm actually in the operating room and in the office doing all sorts of procedures. I do only cosmetic surgery and a smattering of skin cancers and moles and things like that. Uh, but plastic surgery is a very big field. For those of you who haven't listened to me, because we are on a different time, it's a big field. There's a, there's many aspects to plastic surgery. There's general reconstructive surgery. So if you had a, a trauma, a big wound or something like that, a plastic surgeon might come in and fix that. There's craniofacial surgery. That's a, if you've got a uh, an unusual deformity from childhood, uh, that's where, or a cleft lip or a palate or something like that, a plastic surgeon would come in and fix that. If you cut a tendon, uh, well, that's hand surgery, and a lot of people don't realize plastic surgeons are the hand surgeons. And there's burn surgery, burn reconstruction, and I actually did a fellowship at New York Hospital uh, on 68th Street in burn surgery. I don't do that anymore, but uh, back in the old days, I did a lot of that, that's skin grafting and reconstructing uh, burn patients. Uh, and, and so there's an awful lot to plastic surgery. There's breast reconstruction, of course, and many other aspects. But the most celebrated part of cosmetic surgery, of plastic surgery rather, is cosmetic surgery. And that is what I have devoted my practice to. And that's what, you know, when you hear about plastic surgery, people think of cosmetic surgery and, uh, and facelifts and eyelids and, and doing rhinoplasty, that's a wonderful word. We have great words for our procedures. Rhinoplasty, that's nasal reshaping. And blepharoplasty, that's an eyelid lift. Those are the technical terms. Uh, and those are the procedures I do a lot of breast augmentations and breast lifts and breast reductions and tummy tucks and liposuction. I'm the last guy in the United States to call it liposuction. Everybody used to call it that. It's uh, Now it's... Uh, a lot of people say liposuction, but the word is actually lipid. If you've studied chemistry, it's not lipid, and so it's liposuction. So those are the things that I do a lot of, and of course, many of you know my voice from the infomercials from the years ago when I uh, was affiliated with that other company, and I have my own skincare line now, and uh, we talked earlier about the different products, and uh, those of you who are calling the show will receive one of your choice. You have to tell the uh, the screener what it is you want. You could have a clean time soap, which is the best soap on earth. Once you use it, you'll never be able to go back to your own soap. And I mean that. Just try it, and uh, you will love 
this soap. It's got no sulfates in it. Sulfates are so irritating to the skin. And it also has the correct pH. A lot of people don't realize that almost all soaps are alkaline. And what is alkaline? I'm going to give you a little chemistry lesson on this Sunday morning. Uh, remember the pH scale? Yes, you. even Ava at 89, you probably remember the pH scale. 0 to 14 uh, and 0 being very acidic and 14 be being very alkaline. And 7, right in the middle, is water. Neutral, we call it. Well, your body is a little bit more alkaline, so it's at 7.4. That's what your blood is. But your skin is set at acid, at acidic, at 5.5, and so is your vagina. And there's a reason for that. The reason is because bacteria don't grow well and fungus, fungi, fungi. You know, you know about the fungi? That's the guy at the, uh, the bar. Never mind. We won't go into that joke. I'm just a fun guy. I can't be served uh, alcohol. Anyway, oh, the jokes are so bad. My wife says, never tell jokes on the radio. Okay. Well, anyway, fungus. Bacteria can't live well at a pH of 5.5, which is why your skin is set at that. But if you use an alkaline soap, the pH of your skin goes up, bacteria grow, and in a few hours, just think of that piece of cheese that you leave out of your, uh, your refrigerator. Within a few hours, you can actually get mold growing on it, and you can also on your skin. Your skin sees that and reacts the different uh, bacteria, the germs, can produce acids, not good acids, that irritate your skin. And there's a battle that goes on. It takes six hours to restore the pH of your skin after you use an alkaline soap. And if you look online or on my website, I talk a little bit about the alkaline soaps. And that's, that website, by the way, is drperrys.com. So when we use an acidic soap, that is what clean time is. We don't disturb the pH of your skin. So that's the, uh, that's the story. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. I think we have Bob on the line. Bob, are you there? James, not Bob. It was Bob. It turned into James. James, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi, doctor. Thanks for taking my call. I had a, a question about, uh, as a teenager, I suffered. I had uh, bad acne. And now that I'm uh, older, I'm 50 now, I have uh, pock marks. Okay. And uh, are you healthy? Is, is there anything that could help with them. Yeah. Uh, now, are these chicken pox uh, marks or acne marks? I think you said acne, right? Yeah, acne, you know, like little tiny holes almost. Okay. Pretty noticeable. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, are you healthy? Do you have any uh, illness such as diabetes or things like that? I, I do have type 2 diabetes. Okay. And that, that does make a difference. What is your hemoglobin A1C? And uh, many people don't know what that is, but if you're a diabetic, you know what that is. So tell me what it is. To, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, oh, uh, that's bad. If, if you, well, no, you, I, that's a number that you should have just like your weight. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I, I was diagnosed about a year ago, and since then I've lost close to 50 pounds. Because Good for you. The doctor said. If I lost weight, there's a chance that he could uh, wean me off of that medication. So, Okay. So the, the key question for you, I'm going to talk in general about, about scarring of the face from scars and chickenpox scars. But for you specifically, uh, until your hemoglobin A1C is low, and that means somewhere in the 6 range, uh, preferably even lower, then uh, you don't want to have anything because elective cosmetic surgery... Can, uh, can be troublesome if you're an active diabetic. 
So you really want to get things under good control. And it sounds like you're well on your way by uh, losing weight. And the medication uh, obviously can help an awful lot. But you really want to, you should know that number. And every time you see your doctor, you should, uh, it'll be measured. And you should ask your doctor because you need a goal and you need to push I that down. I think it was seven. I okay. think it was seven. All right. And, and that's, that's not terrible, but it's too high for, uh, for things like I, what I'm going to talk about. So, but let's talk about what in the future, when you get your, uh, when you get your hemoglobin A1C down, that things that are possible. So, so acne scars of the face, there's two different types. There's those ice pick scars. And it sounds like you might have some of those. They're the very deep ones. The reason we see scars on the face is because light casts a shadow into a depression. So whether it's a deep kind of depression, which is an ice pick scar, or a shallow depression, which are the the uh, the kind of uh, broader, usually redder type scars on the face in, in people with uh, acne, or chickenpox, by the way, uh, well, there are two different types, and we treat those differently. So the first thing I do is we want to get rid of the ice pick type scars because they can't be treated with lasers, they can't be treated with filler and things like that. So I usually will excise those, and that means numb it up, and they're little tiny one to two millimeter long incisions, usually closed with one stitch. We just take those out. Some dermatologists will actually do a little punch. Uh, it's, a, it's called a punch biopsy, and they'll, they'll do a little tiny punch and take out that area. And sometimes I'll use that, but uh, as a plastic surgeon, I prefer the scalpel because it uh, gives me more control. But anyway, we'll we'll try and take care of those deeper ice pick scars first. Once that, and that usually takes a few sessions, depending on how many you have. Some people only have a few, and some people have many, many of those scars. And this is both for men and women, by the way. So, so first we take care of the ice pick scars, and then we need to address the shallow scars. And in the old days, some people did facelifts. That's not a good solution to this. You know, it's just stretching those out. But within six months, they kind of look the same. And in the old days, we did dermabrasion. Started about 1958. Dermabrasion started in New York. And uh, and certainly that is a sanding procedure that can remove the high points and, uh, you know, the kind of the sides of the scars and even things out so that the shadow that's cast is not as deep, not as visible. So it does work. Uh, lasers are also helpful. They're very similar to dermabrasion, what they can do, uh, but not so great. You know, it's about a 20 to 30 or so percent improvement in those scars uh, with that technique. The real breakthrough came with filler, with hyaluronic acid filler, Restylane, Juvederm, things like that. And uh, I will often do sessions lasting an hour to even an hour and a half. And people who have those acne scars tell me, of all the treatments that they've had, it's the filler that has done the best job. So I really am a fan of filler. The only problem is it has to be repeated every, certainly by a year. And in fact, most people like it so much that they come back about every six months because just as soon as they start seeing the shadows re returning, they'll uh, they'll want more. So that's uh, the answer. But we do have to take a break. So I do want to thank you for your phone call, James. And, uh, and listen to the show, and you'll learn about that and other things. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. 800-321-0710 is the phone number here at WOR. Give us a call. We'll be back after these words. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your skin care, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. 
I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes. And Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844-DR-PERRY to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? We're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And uh, normally we're on at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, but we're here in a very special Sunday morning slot. I want to thank WOR for having me uh, take this slot this morning because uh, I'm here for you. And there's a lot of new listeners. I know that uh, there's a lot of listeners on Saturday evenings, but it's probably a different group that uh, listens on Sunday morning. If uh, if you do want to give me a call, the phone number here at WOR is 800-321-0710. That's 800-321-0710. So who am I? I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. If you've not heard me before, where where have you been? I've been on for a long time, but it's okay. It's all right. We can uh, certainly talk to the new audience. I'm I'm a uh, plastic surgeon certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. That's the real board. There are a lot of fake boards, uh, but we won't get into that at, on this show today. Uh, although we do talk about things like that on this show all the time, the fake boards, the, the self-designated boards. Uh, when someone, you know, you could go to Albany tomorrow, you know, on Monday and register the name of uh, the uh, the James Board of Plastic Surgery, and that's a legal name. And you can say you're the president of the James Board of uh, Plastic Surgery. That doesn't mean anything. It's the American Board of Plastic Surgery. That's the real one. All right. Uh, and where where have I trained? Good question. Because you're listening to me on the radio here. Well, I uh, did my residency at Harvard Medical School, a little place in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Did general surgery there, burn surgery right here in New York at the New York Hospital, now part of uh, New York Presbyterian, and did plastic surgery at the University of Chicago, which we call the Harvard of the Midwest. <laughs> Actually, Harvard, it's the uh, 
the University of Chicago of the East. But regardless, it's a wonderful institution where I trained in uh, plastic and reconstructive surgery and then did a fellowship in facelift surgery in Miami afterwards and then went on the faculty of the medical school at Rutgers. That lasted just a short time, did not like being on the full-time faculty, and I've been in private practice for over 30 years since in New York on 5th Avenue, right there on 47th Street and 5th Avenue, and in central New Jersey, Somerset County. But I still teach, and I'm an adjunct associate professor at Columbia, uh, one of the greatest medical schools in the world, and also I'm uh, a clinical associate professor at uh, Rutgers. So that's who I am. That's who you're listening to. All right, so uh, we're taking your phone calls, and I know we have a call. Is it Pat? Pat, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Yes. Good day. Good day, Dr. Perry. Yes. Go right ahead. Yes. Thank you. Dr. Perry, I wanted to ask, with your long years of expertise uh, as such, you had mentioned that you would not um, do plastic surgery on a person, on a patient who's the age of 80. But no, that was 89, had... I said. She was 89. You, 89. There's a yes, big difference, me. but go ahead. Yeah. For a person who is age 89, 90, and who has, has achieved that age, uh, could general ex mild exercise of the upper sternum or body help circulation of the face area also? Well, you, certainly exercise is great uh, overall for your overall health. Uh, however, you know, there's a concept. In fact, there was even a book a while back, I hope you didn't write it, on facial exercise to, uh, to make you look better. And, you know, the only part of the body that I think you should not exercise is your face. <laughs> and the reason for that, the reason for that is the way wrinkles form, wrinkles are a repetitive use injury of the skin. How's that for a bunch of big words? Just like a runner gets a repetitive use injury of the knees, you know, and the cartilage begins to decline. Well, when you smile, when you emote, eventually you get wrinkles. And so we get wrinkles around the eyes when we squint and when we smile. And smokers tend to get those wrinkles around the mouth, the radial lines around the mouth like spokes around a wheel. Uh, and we get wrinkles, then the more you emote, the more you move the muscle, the quicker you're going to get wrinkles. And the two things, of course, that will speed up the process are cigarette smoking. I hope none of you smoke anymore. Terrible, terrible. Uh, bad for your body, bad for your appearance. Um, and also sun exposure. More than 20 minutes of sun exposure a day will clearly cause premature wrinkling of the skin and skin cancer. So, so we don't want to exercise the face. And there's a whole book that people can find, and I don't recommend it, I'm sorry, uh, on all these ridiculous exercises that are supposed to make you look better. No, 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 do not do that. Exercise your arms, yes. Exercise your legs. Do sit-ups, the rest of your body. That's wonderful to exercise, both aerobic and, uh, and weight training exercise. But but leave your face out of it. Don't do it. And in fact, if you think about how Botox works, Botox and the other uh, forms of botulinum toxin, that's the uh, the generic word, the uh, the brand name for one of the companies is Botox. Botox works by paralyzing the muscles. So when we paralyze the muscles of the forehead or the crow's feet area, then we stop the motion of the muscle and we stop the repetitive injury to the skin and it actually heals in a bit. So if you think about that, you know that you really should not be doing exercise of your face. Okay, Pat? Thank you.
Thank you so much, Dr. Perry. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for the call. <laughs> I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Yeah, I love that question because people think, you know, you, you, you see all these ridiculous things in the media. Uh, you see these, uh, these in the tabloids and people come up. Now, now on the Internet, you know, completely unfiltered, you can have a, a website or a blog come across or, or, you know, you look at Apple News and there's uh, some big article about this ridiculous new thing about the skin, some new ingredients. Who writes these things? These are not professors at medical schools. These are public relations departments. <laughs> you know, that's who writes these things. And it's very difficult for you to distinguish what's real and what's not real. I wrote a book called Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. It is still available on Amazon. I'm trying to finish the, uh, the next uh, version of that book. But that is a book that is considered an authoritative book. And it's not authoritative just because I wrote it. Yes, it is. But no, honestly, it's authoritative because it is considered a peer-reviewed book for the lay, which is a category that really doesn't exist. Peer-reviewed meaning it was uh, published by Yale University Press, and they had several plastic surgeons and several physicians review the manuscript before it was published, and they, they voted whether or not it should be published based on its merits and based on whether it was authoritative, and they determined that it was. And in fact, that book won... Uh, the book for the best uh, health book of the year, the year it came out. So uh, straight talk about cosmetic surgery is still something. There's a few things that aren't in it, the, some of the newer lasers, some of the Altera things, but, uh, but certainly it's still up to date, and that is a source as well as is the American Society of Plastic Surgeons website and the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Those are the two authoritative websites and I like to think of mine as authoritative, but let's be honest. Any website that you look at is basically an advertisement for something or someone, and mine included. So I have a bias, uh, and everybody has a bias, and I do certain procedures, and others might do different procedures, and we might disagree on, uh, on how something is done. That doesn't mean either is wrong. You know, my chief at the University, University of Chicago used to say, uh, that if you put 13 plastic surgeons around a table and presented a case, an interesting and maybe a difficult case, uh, and asked each plastic surgeon how they would treat that, you'd get 14 answers because by the time we went around the table, the first guy would have changed his opinion. So that doesn't mean they're all wrong, but there's a lot of different ways to do things. And if you also look, I do a lot of facelifts. And I do what's called a short scar, two-layered facelift, which is the most common facelift in the United States. But if you look in the literature, there are probably close to 30 different facelifts being done in the United States now. There's one-layer facelifts and two-layered facelifts and deep plane facelifts and something called a max facelift and a, uh, a subperiosteal facelift. I won't go on with all the details. There's long scar and short scar. Well, I'm going on with the details, aren't I? Uh, but certainly... Your surgeon may do it one way, and I may do it another way. Who's right and who's wrong? Well, you know, was Picasso wrong to paint the way he painted and Monet wrong to paint the way he painted? You know, there's different ways to do it because this is artistry in cosmetic surgery. And unlike when we deal with heart disease or other diseases where really there, there kind of is a right way and a wrong way, and science helps us determine which is the right way, in cosmetic surgery, this is artistry, and there are different ways to achieve similar results. And every plastic surgeon who presents their data at our plastic surgery meetings presents really good results. 
And we sit there as plastic surgeons at our annual meetings and at our regional meetings, and we look at the results and say, geez, you know, okay, he did it this way, and this guy did it that way, and that guy did it that way. Uh, which is better? And there is no right answer. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Berry. Now, now I did not hear the name of the next caller. Maybe you could tell me again. Andrea, thank you. Andrea, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi, um, good morning. I'm calling this morning because I suffer, I'm an African-American woman, and I suffer from, well, not suffer, I always have wrinkles, um, not wrinkles, um, hair underneath my chin. I'm calling to find out, do you do hair removal? Well, you know, uh, yes, but it's a, it's a problem with darker skin to, to well, let's, let's talk about the whole concept. So hair removal has been around for ages, ages, and there are different ways to remove hair. So there's dissolving the hair with something called Nair or Neat, and that works. They're alkaline substances, they work, but they can irritate the skin. And then there's electrolysis, which has been around for a long time. Uh, electrolysis involves a, a little electric current and a very, very tiny needle that slid along the hair follicle to the bulb where the, uh, the hair starts growing, and a little bit of current is zapped, and the hair follicle dies, and the hair is pulled out. That's very, very dependent on the skills of the electrologist. And there are less electrologists now than there used to be, because of laser hair removal, which is the next thing. Now, laser hair removal revolutionized hair uh, removal, and that came in in 1995 in the United States. I started doing it around 1997, and it is a wonderful way to remove hair. But the problem is lasers, the light of the laser, uh, requires a dark hair, which I'm sure you have, and light skin. And the reason for that is because the laser focuses, the light of the laser gets absorbed by the dark pigment in the hair, and it heats it up like a fuse to a firecracker, and it, it heats it up, and then it fries the little hair follicle. The problem is if you have pigment in your skin, it will also heat up the pigment in the skin, and you'll blister. And I don't, I don't know if you remember, it was a good 10 years ago on the cover of New York Magazine, there was a picture of an African-American woman who developed keloids on her face. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't. Okay, so it was it was really stood out in my mind as a plastic surgeon because of the what happened was in a salon in Manhattan, not in a doctor's office, some woman did laser hair removal on an African-American woman and didn't quite understand what I'm talking about now. And she caused burns to her face, which then healed with keloids on her face. A terrible, terrible thing. Uh, that's why I think it's just terrible that non-physicians uh, in the state of New York are doing laser hair removal, but they are legally. In New Jersey, it's not legal. And I was on the Board of Medical Examiners in New Jersey. I'm the guy that actually proposed that rule. Uh, but that's a whole different argument. Regardless, uh, laser hair removal does not work if your skin is darker. The best people for laser hair removal are light skin, dark hair. Now, there is something for dark hair, and I don't think, uh, rather, um, dark skin people with dark hair, but I don't recommend it at this point, and it's the use of microwave technology. Uh, it's being used in the underarm area, and I'm a little afraid of microwave technology 
um, because there's the potential, and I don't know any cases, I'm just saying my opinion here, uh, of injuring the skin and maybe even causing cancers by microwave uh, radiation. So I'm really afraid of using microwaves on the skin as opposed to lasers on the skin, which don't cause any damage other than a potential burn. So big long answer for you. I think the probably the best solution for you with darker skin is to go with electrolysis unless you want to just go ahead and use that those chemicals, which are fine as long as you're not sensitive to them. And of course, the other thing is shaving. And, and by the way, shaving does not make your hair uh, grow faster. You know, there's a lot of mythology about shaving. It's It's really ridiculous. Shaving just cuts the hair. But the problem is little tiny short hairs are stiffer than longer hairs, and so people think, oh, my God, when I, uh, when I shave, it's getting worse. And, you know, of course, shaving people can see as opposed to dissolving the little hairs you can't see, and electrolysis should be permanent. My only warning about electrolysis is that if you do have it, and I don't do that, by the way, that is an electrologist, um, and sometimes they're nurses, and sometimes they're just licensed electrologists, the only problem with that is that some are not real good, and it's a very, very uh, it require it requires a lot of talent and a lot of skill. And if they don't have that, you can get scars. All right. Okay. Um, do I have time for another question or no? Uh, I'll tell you what. You can hang on the line, and the answer is yes. But I have to take a short break, so hang on the line, and when we return. We'll have you, and you can ask your next question. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR, the phone number 800-321-0710. We'll be right back. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference, so you say, why should I try your skin care, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes. And Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844-DR-PERRY to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older, and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? 
back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle in a very special Sunday morning edition. Usually we're on at 6 p.m. on Saturday evening. So, you know, it's a perfect time because a lot of people are in their cars Saturday evening and they're going to the restaurant or to a show. So it's a great time to listen to me. Set the radio for WOR, just like you have it right now. And if you're home, if you're waiting or cooking dinner, you know, have the radio on. Radio is a great medium. And I'm here for you to answer your questions, to educate you, maybe a little bit of entertainment. Uh, I don't know. You know, sometimes uh, people think it's entertaining. You know, I just got two new Basset Hounds, little tiny uh, puppies a couple days ago, and uh, they're very entertaining. They're, they're great dogs, by the way. All right. We, we won't get into the Basset Hounds. But, uh, you know, I did want to mention to those of you who are in Manhattan and looking around for maybe a little bit more space to live in. Now, if you think of the prices of studios or one-bedroom apartments in Manhattan, kind of crazy, isn't it? I mean, really crazy. How about six, $700,000 for a studio that's 500 square feet? And if you're lucky, if you're really lucky, maybe there's a washer-dryer. I doubt it. Usually, no, and there's no parking. And, you know, you live in Manhattan, and, and it's such a great city, and there's a lot of great advantages. But, uh, boy, wouldn't you like to bust out of there and maybe have something a little bit more uh, uh, attractive. Uh, how about Highland Falls, New York? Do you know Highland Falls? Anyone been up there? Sure, it's right between Bear Mountain and West Point. It's about 41 miles north of the George Washington Bridge. You go on the Palisades Interstate Parkway, take it to the end. You're at Bear Mountain, go on 9W, and you're in Highland Falls, which is a beautiful little town. It's where I grew up, and I'm uh, talking about it because Bobby Fallon is a realtor there. And I'm going to give you her number right off the bat because you're going to want to write this down when you bust out of New York. 845-446-2238. That's Bobby Fallon. 845-446-2238. She tells me that she's got a three-bedroom property that is on the market. I think she told me it's $489,000. It's about a half an acre or so on the Hudson River overlooking. You can take your binoculars and look at the sailboats on the Hudson up there. It's absolutely beautiful. You can walk to the little village of Highland Falls. You can even walk to the West Point Gate. It's about a mile or so from there. It's a nice little stroll. Uh, give Bobby a call because she wants to sell this property before the winter. 845 845- Four four six two two three eight. You can keep your little tiny, little tiny matchbook property, little apartment in Manhattan, and on weekends go up to Highland Falls, and you will love this town. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, Andrea, you were hanging on the line. What? Uh, you've got another question for me. Go ahead. I'm just. I I wanted to know um, how long is the convalescent period for like a short facelift. Okay, a short scarf facelift. Okay. First of all, how old are you, Andrea? I didn't ask you. 55. You're 55. Are you healthy? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you yeah, have? Yeah, I am. I am pretty healthy. Okay, yeah. so do you have high blood pressure? No. Good. Heart disease? No. Diabetes? No. Good. Okay. So that's good. All right. So let's talk about a short scar facelift. And and the difference between a short scar and a long scar, the short scar facelift eliminates the incision in the hairline above the ear, and it eliminates that the worst part of the facelift, which is that big, long scar behind the ear that goes out to the hairline and into the hair. 
behind the ear, which will prevent you from putting your hair up or if you go swimming. Uh, you know, people always see that scar. So a short scar facelift involves making a sideburn incision. So it's kind of a horizontal where your sideburn is, and it goes about an inch in front of the ear, and then it goes right in front of the ear, and then in the ear just a little tiny bit, and down underneath the ear and back about maybe a quarter or half an inch or so. That's a short scar, That's and that is a pretty short scar. It's actually technically more difficult for a plastic surgeon to perform a facelift that way, but much better for you because you don't lose hair, and a lot of people, almost everyone who has an incision within the hair, loses a little bit of hair, and that's why you, know, you have to be very careful with hairstyles after a facelift, but not so much with a short scar facelift. So through that incision and then one under the chin, and that chin is maybe about an inch long or so, uh, I lift the skin of the, the neck, exposing the bands of the neck, which most people have at 55, uh, removing a little bit of fat from the neck, and we don't remove all of it, we just remove enough, and that means uh, there's real artistry to this because if we remove too much, you look funny, you know, gaunt. And so many women, if you look in the Upper East Side, you'll see what I'm talking about. You see these women walking around with these necks that look like chicken necks. You know, they're, they're too much fat has been removed. The skin is pulled too tight. You know, so it's, there's real artistry in doing this operation. So we fix those muscles so that the bands of the neck are improved significantly, hopefully gone and remove the fat from the neck, remove a little fat from the jowl. And then the short scar facelift, it's usually a two-layer facelift, so we lift the jowls in one layer. That's a fibrous and fatty layer, so it's called a two-layered facelift. And then we lift the skin, and it's more of a vertical incision, a rather vertical lift as opposed to the old facelift was more of a pull-it-back type of facelift. So that's what, it, that's what it is. This procedure, I did one last week. It took me about three hours and 20 minutes or so, uh, anywhere from three and a half usually to four hours uh, to have that. It's done with you sedated as opposed to under general anesthesia. Sedation means you get some uh, something like propofol, which is a really, everybody's had that if they've had colonoscopies, or Versed, which is a like a Valium-type drug. We don't use any narcotics, none, zero, no narcotics, because narcotics can actually give you nausea. That's not a good thing. So narcotics are not necessary because this is not a painful procedure. So we do this, uh, the procedure, and, it, and afterwards you get kind of a bandage wrapped around your head. You look like a little mummy, and then you go home. So it's an outpatient procedure. You don't need to stay overnight in a facility. Some people do go to a motel or a hotel uh, near my office, and some people who live closer uh, just, just go home. And then uh, I see you the next day, take that dressing off, and uh, the stitches, there are stitches, they come out about a week or so afterwards, and you're bruised and swollen, and you're not going to be uh, in a position to go to any parties or restaurants or anything like that for about two weeks, and that really answered your question. It took me 10 minutes to get to your answer, right? <laughs> uh, but certainly, uh, about two weeks later, you can put makeup on, and you can go about your business, but there's no exercise. I like my patients to not exercise for three full weeks, so no sexual activity, and no exercise. And the reason for that is because one of the troubling things with a facelift is a little bit of bleeding. Now, you can have a lot of bleeding. That's a real bad thing, and that's very rare and would happen in the first couple of days after surgery. But all the way up to three weeks after surgery, 
you could have a little tiny bit of bleeding, little, little, just a little bit like a pea or something like that, the size of a pea or, or even an acorn, something like that. And that can happen all the way up to almost three weeks after surgery if you bend down or get your blood pressure up. So that's why we really want to uh, be careful afterwards. All right? That okay, Andrew? Did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for the call and the great questions. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. You've been listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Now, this show is usually at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings. And so next Saturday, that's where you're going to find me. I, I, I love this audience. I know there's a lot of different new people that have listened this morning that didn't necessarily know I was on the airwaves. Where have you been? Join me Saturdays at 6 p.m. Go to my website. It's periplasticsurgery.com. Those of you, now I don't know about the 89-year-old. I don't know if you're on Facebook. Maybe you are. There's, you know, my father-in-law is. He's 90. Uh, but if you're on Facebook, yeah, check me out. The page is Dr. Arthur Perry on Facebook, so like that or whatever we do with those things. And if you're interested in the products that we have, it's drperrys.com. It's free shipping this weekend. Usually there is a shipping charge unless it's over $100, but this weekend, this weekend for you, <laughs> it's uh, free shipping. So uh, go to the website, drperrys.com. I want to thank my, my stand-in producers, and uh, that would be Rob. Thank you. Bob. Not Rob. I don't even know. Bob and Ira, thanks so much for helping me out. Uh, and uh, we'll see everybody next week, 6 o'clock. Thanks. Bye-bye now.